At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. All right, if you have your Bibles, uh, open, open them up to, to the book of, of St. Mark. Thoroughly enjoyed youth conference. So good every night. And, you know, don't take for granted what God has done. I'll tell you, there's such, there's such a spirit here. I feel like, I don't know, I almost feel like I'm just in the way of what God wants to do. Where's the, Daniel, where, stay close, man. Mark, we're going to read some verses. I don't know how this, what's going to happen here. But, man, I've just felt something really powerful all morning. I really mean that. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. No, Mark chapter 7, I'm sorry. You know, how many's how many's heard it prophesied here that that this thing is going to go to the nations? How many's heard that? That prophetic word. Well, do you understand? And I see see sometimes we we try to figure things out how everything's going to happen. Remember Jesus always he always messed up people's way of thinking and and they'd say well, we've never seen it happen this way. They always expected it to happen one way when it was really going to happen another way. All right, Rashad, this weekend we've had over 10 nations represented here. Yes. Now, every, every, every part of the anointing that took place here this weekend entered into those kids' lives, and they're going to take that back to their homes. Yes. No, you ain't getting that. Everybody can't jump on a jet and fly to another country. But God can bring people into this room. I said God can bring people into this room and the anointing can touch and affect their lives and then they in turn take that back to their nation. So we think, well, we just had a good little youth conference and we got to dance and we got to shout and we got to enjoy the presence of the Lord. But God says, no, I'm stirring up a fire that kids are going to come like the kids from Redbird and they're going to, and I'm speaking that, that one year or two year down the road that revivals are going to break out. See, God already sees what, what's out there and God had a plan for this weekend for what's going to happen in the future. Amen. Is there anybody with me out there? Come on, if you believe that, give God a hand clap of praise. We're speaking that this anointing, Brandon, is going to be in the nation of Africa. Amen. And people that's never heard about Jesus. People that's never heard about a fire of God. Oh, glory. They're going to hear about the fire of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Do do you believe his word? If you believe his word, say amen. Amen. Now, here's what we got to do. And again, I don't know where this is going to go, but I know God has stirred my spirit up. And this is going to be, it's really going to be simple. But if you get the revelation, it's going to be profound. It's going to be simple, but if you get the revelation, it's going to be profound. 
verse 1. I'm sorry, go to verse 5. We're going we're gonna, to, for the sake of time, 6. We're not going to read all these verses. Go to verse 6. Mark chapter 7, verse 6. He answered and said unto them, Well hath Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written. Boy, Jesus didn't pull any punches, did he? You honor me... With your lips, but your heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Somebody say the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other things like you do. And he said unto them, full well you reject the commandment of God or disobey the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition. Amen. Somebody say we need to lose the tradition. For Moses said, honor thy father and thy mother. And whoso would curse father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corban, that is to say a gift by whatsoever you might be profited by me, he shall be free. And you suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother. Somebody say, changing it. Come on, say it again. Say, changing it. Now, I want you to get this last verse. It's the last verse we're going to read. It's very important. By doing this, you make the word of God useless. Of none effect through your tradition which you have delivered and many such like things do you. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that you add your blessing to it. Let it change us. Let it speak to your people. Let it, let it make us into the people, yea, that you want us to be. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus, your son. And the church says, amen. Now, the Pharisees, you've, we've, we've talked about this so many times. Jesus, listen, Jesus didn't have any trouble with, with, with demonic spirits, right? He just cast them out. Jesus didn't have any trouble with, 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 with sickness. He just healed the sick, right? You know who Jesus had trouble with? The religious crowd. You see, we look at this thing. And, and, and I, feel, I feel something very unique here this morning. And I promise you, this is going to be a simple message, but I promise you, if you'll get this revelation, it's going to change you. Somebody say, change me, Lord. You know, we got to stop thinking that we got to be able to work this thing all out ourselves. And then we end up thinking we're not pleasing God enough. And so then what happens is the word of God doesn't work for us. Oh, you got to hear me. God has spoken his word. And his word is alive. Jesus is the living word. He came and sent his word to heal us. He said, by his stripes, 
we are healed. He said, you are more than a conqueror. He said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He said, cast all your care upon me, for I care for you. He said, nothing shall separate you from the love of God, or which is in Christ Jesus. We, we are so good at quoting these verses. I'm telling you, this book is full of promises. Then why are they not working? He said, your traditions cause the word of God to become of no effect. And you were, you're trying to figure out how you can do it. And we got to say, well, we got to do this. And don't, you know, we're, and, and even, even today, and I'm so glad, I'm telling you, I told these guys all week long, we're shooting, we're killing the sacred cow. Do you know there's countries, you go over to India and you can walk in some of the homes and the people are living on dirt floors, but there will be a, there'll be this big Brahma bull that, that'll walk right into the house. And they won't eat the Brahma bull because it's a sacred cow. And they believe in reincarnation and they think if they eat that cow, they may be eating their grandpa. I'm telling you the truth. And then therefore, you got to get what I'm getting ready to tell you. You got to get what I'm getting ready to tell you. Therefore, they, they're starving to death. You know what the, what the Lord spoke to me? He said, there's people in the body of Christ that are starving to death because they won't kill the sacred cow. They're dying a spiritual death because they're sitting, they're sitting, they're sitting in churches that are, oh, come on. Somebody's got to help your pastor preach. They're sitting in churches that are dead, 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 dead. Jesus said, you know, he, you know, he said about the, the Pharisees. He said, you clean up the outside, you look good, you build a nice building, you clean up this thing, you clean everything up, you look good on Sunday morning, you sound good when you sing, you sound good when you, when you, when you, when you play, you even sound good when you get in the pulpit, you're a great orator, but guess what? You're a whited sepulcher, you've cleaned all that up for the world to see, but inside, you're full of dead men's bones. You're dead, you're dead, you're dead. I'm telling you, we gotta get rid of the, the tradition, we gotta have some change on the inside. It's not about what man can do. It's not about how we can fix it up. It's about what God can do. I'm telling you, the Bible says in the last days, dangerous times would come and men would be lovers of their own selves more than lovers of God, lovers of pleasures. Oh, help us, Lord. Somebody say, help me, Lord. If this is for you, shout amen. Come on. If this is for you, if this is for you, shout amen. Our traditions cause us, I, I, I want you to be able to get this. God has spoken these things. Now, all right, let, let, let's, let's look at it this way. God is sovereign, right? We say God is sovereign. But if you look up the definition of, oh, God let us get this. If you look up the definition of sovereign, it says authority, order, a dictator, right? That's what, and I believe that. How many of God's in authority? But we've redefined sovereign. Oh, y'all got to help your pastor.
We've redefined sovereign to mean, well, whatever happens is going to happen and God's in control and it's, that's the way it's supposed to be. Lawrence, that's not sovereignty. Amen? God did, you know, and people start blaming things on God. You know, people's blaming the hurricanes on, on God. You know, people in, people in Houston, there's some, some guy, some politician in Houston said that was, that was, a, that was a curse on the state of Texas because we, because the state of Texas went Republican and, and Foolishness. right? Foolishness. Oh, y'all, I don't know if you're getting this or not. I, I'm, I'm feeling an anointing. I'm telling you this. To, I know, but I'm feeling, a, I'm feeling a supernatural anointing that's coming down over me. Listen, God, that, that, don't, don't stop, stop blaming things on God. Stop, stop, if something happens in your life, stop blaming it on God. And we'll throw around that scripture that says, Well, bless God, all things work together for good for them who love God and who are called according to his purpose. What that says is, if you'll walk in the Spirit, he'll show you what you need to do. That doesn't say, Well, somebody had a wreck. They were drunk on alcohol and they flipped their car and a teenager got killed. Well, all things work. No, God didn't design that to happen. That's not the sovereignty of God. Our traditions and the things, the way we operate things, and we've come up with all these, all these isms and schisms, and we've got Baptists and Methodists and Pentecostals, and, 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 and we was talking about that outside, out, out, out in the foyer last night. I was talking to, uh, Matt Gilman, and, and I was telling Matt, I said, man, I love our church. I hate labels. You know, and I could have you, I could tell people stand up what denominational background you're from, and we've got all kinds here. I even told her, I said, well, Becca was standing there. I said, the, 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 the United Methodist sister makes all of us Pentecostals look bad on Sunday morning because she dances. Oh, glory, somebody better help your pastor preach. Come on. We'll sit on our hands and say, make me feel good. And she's saying, I want to worship Jesus. I'm just going to worship him. I don't care what you're singing. I came here to worship him. Oh, come on. Somebody needs to give him praise right now. I'm, I, I'm, about, to, I'm about to blow up. I thought, I thought this was going to be a calm message, but I'm feeling something. We got to realize that this book works and the word of God works when we go in what he says for us to do. It's all right. Okay, it's the principle of what the truth of the Word of God says. Okay, you got to get this. We have to stop looking for what's going to happen in the future and see what God already did in the past. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying when Jesus died on the cross, he defeated. We, it's, it's, are you hearing me? What's that? You know what, you know what, what really? We need to throw another verse in on that song, Jill. It says, you have no rival. You have no equal. Because basically what he said was, because I defeated Satan, you have the same power. So really when we get that revelation, he's no rival for us either. Jesus do something Jesus says I did something come on you do something come on you do something you walk by faith when we when we walk according to the will 
I so want you guys to get this word. I so want you to get it. When we walk according to the, to the, to the, the word of God and we get a revelation of his love, what's the word say? Perfect love. Come on, say it. Perfect love. I'm going to say it again. Perfect love. One more time, as loud as you can. Perfect love. Perfect love cast out some fear. Perfect love cast out what fear? Perfect love cast out all fear. And the problem is we're not seeing the love of God. We're seeing a God that wants to judge us. I so love this boy's testimony. I'm so proud of you. I've always wanted a church. It says, people can say, look, I'm struggling with this. All right, we're going to love you. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to condone sin. I'm, I'm about to blow up, guys. I really am. We're not going to condone sin. But we're going to let people know that, that there is a father who loves them. And see, they missed the whole point because the Pharisees kept heaping more rules upon them to the point that they were... You, you, okay, you know what that scripture... Somebody say, slow down, Pastor. Do you know what that scripture meant, Mark, when he said, Moses said, oh, you got to get this. Moses said, honor your father and mother. But he said, you say, Corbin, if I can go and give this gift, I'm set free. You know what they believed, Randy? They believed that if they took their money and gave it at the temple, then they were, set, they were not obligated to honor their father and mother. They were free of that commandment. So they twisted everything. It'd be like one of you guys saying, your parents looking at you and saying, you're going to get it when you get home. I better put an offering in today. No, no, don't get me wrong. I believe in you putting an offering in. If you, don't get me started. If you don't, if you don't give, if you don't bless God's work, if you say, well, I'm a part of this work, and if you don't bless it financially, no, you're not really because your heart's not all in it. You've held everything back but your money. Come on, somebody help your pastor. You know what I call it? I call it still this morning. I call it a, a hitchhiker on the road to heaven. Boy, that father's house. Give me a ride. I want to ride with you, but don't ask me to put to buy any gas. Don't ask me to put any oil in. Don't ask me to change the oil. Don't ask me to buy no new tire. Just give me a ride. That's all I need to ride. I don't want to help any. Who's ever thumbed? We call it thumbing. I used to, when I was a teenager, it's dangerous now, but I used, I used to thumb. They wouldn't pick me up. I'd get so desperate. I'd be going that way, but I'd get so desperate for a ride, I'd go on the other side and thumb. Somebody pick me up. I'm serious. But I, I, I'm just throwing that in there for good measure. You need to give to, your, to the ministry. How many of those you can't outgive God? How many like, all right, let me ask you this. How many like to see a great blessing come into your house financially? How many like to see a great blessing come into your house financially? I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to start saying, you need to start throwing your tithes in the, in the offering plate. Come on. And it, it'll work. 
It's kind of like that thing anybody said. How many ever seen those? Okay, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm rabbit trailing, ain't I? All right. I'm just trying to tell you the word of God works. So I want to make that point. But what they were saying was, well, if we go throw all our money in the temple, then it, it, it releases us from that law. But Moses spoke. Jesus said, you're missing the whole point. And you're getting so caught up and you're trying to figure out ways and get around things. And we, and, we, and we do that at times ourselves. When he's saying what you need to do is just walk according to the word of God. Even in tithing. Hey, listen, I know that's an Old Testament principle in the, in, in the Old Testament. You know, they gave a tenth. Of, but, you know, in, in the New Testament, you know what? You know, just, just give whatever. It, it don't have to stop at a tenth. Saying, well, I'm not going up to a tenth. And you need to go that far. But you don't have to stop there. Is anybody with me? It's, we're not under the law anymore. So a lot of times people say, well, I'm under the law, so I don't have to do that. Well, if you're not under the law, how about you say, well, I guess what? I'm going to go above and beyond. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal, Danny. Jesus always raised the bar. You say this, but I say this. Amen? You say if somebody does you wrong, take them out. He said, I say turn the other cheek. You know, so we got to get, we got to get out of this tradition. You know, I'm going to read that verse one more time. Come up here, Daniel, help me. Uh, I, I'm this, this word, and again, last verse, 13. Making the word of God of none. How many believes the word of God? How many believes it's written? How many believes the promises of God? How many believes what God says he's going to do? Come on. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Come on. If you believe the word of God. Okay. Why isn't, at times, why isn't it working? Making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which you have delivered, and many such like things you do. Amen? And people get so caught up, and I hate that. Well, here's what you need to wear. Here's what... I said it all week long. I loved our ushers out here this week. We used the Nazarite Nation, our biker group here at the church, our biker ministry. It's got MM. I asked them what MM stood for on their vests. And Shantae, and it says, and they said, motorcycle ministry. Most of these guys, if you'll see their biking vest, it says MG, motorcycle group or gang or whatever they call it. But it's motorcycle ministry. You know what? And, and you see, I, we have to come to the place to where, you know, what Jesus did, the disciples said, we've never seen it done this way before. We get so caught up, and, and, and I'm not being critical of anybody, but we say, well, we have to do it this way. We've got to do it that way. How, how, how many would like it sometime? We came in here, and, and, and they couldn't, it'd be so powerful and such an anointing that the people would be worshiping God. They fall in love with Jesus so much that you don't even have to sing a song. You don't have to preach a sermon. You know, but, but, but we... I'm trying to be good. We sit and say, wow, give us this worship set and give us and entertain us and sing these songs and do these things. When God's saying, I want you to worship me, and I promise you if you'll worship him, it'll happen. I said, it'll happen. Come on, somebody needs to give him praise right now. Come on, you need to give him praise right now. Come on, let's lift him up right now. No. Come on, how about, how about from the heart? He said, he said, you honor me with your lips, but your heart is, where's your heart? Where's your heart? I said, where's your heart? We got to get past this tradition thing. And so we, the way we do it, it's better. The way we, 
You know, if the way we do it's better, how come God, and I, know, and I hope I don't embarrass her, but how come, you know, why is, why is it the little Methodist girl? You know, I've I got to go back to where I was talking earlier. We were standing out there, and I told Matt, I said, I love our church because we got Baptists. I, I told him, I said, I hate labels. I said, we got Baptists, Methodists, uh, Pentecostals, Church of God, Catholic. Uh, you know, uh, Bob back here was, 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 was raised Catholic. And uh, I'm about to get excited now. Yay. You know, I, I was, when they got married, I went to their wedding up in D.C. And uh, uh, he, he came from a Catholic background. And, and, and they, guess what? They attend, uh, uh, give me the name of the church. I'm drawing you. St. Anthony's every Sunday morning. They work, they're workers in that church. They're over there every Sunday. They leave there, they come here. Guess what? He got up and closed the service out two weeks ago, and the anointing fell. Amen. I'm telling you, the anointing is on his life, and he reads the Word, and he studies the Word. I'm telling you, God, God's not looking. Y'all, y'all better help your pastor preach. God's not looking for, this is our little thing. This is our Father's house, and God's going to bless us. I'm about to throw the mic. God's going to bless us, and he's going to, no, you know what's going to happen. If you have that attitude, God's going to go on down the road, because God, God's sick of that mess. He's sick of, well, I'm Baptist, I'm Presbyterian, I'm, what do you all believe? No, we got to get in the Word of God and get away from traditions of men because see this is denominations are traditions baptist church was started by man all these churches were started by man are you hearing what i'm saying we were standing out there with matt last night and he said you know what he said how many enjoyed the worship of matt gilman how many thanks all right, all right how many thinks matt gilman is anointed of god do you think there's an anointing on his life? I was telling Matt out there, buddy, in the foyer. I said, "We got all these people. We just want to. We just want to worship Jesus. We don't want to. We don't want to have labels." Now give him all these. And he said, "Well, he said add Lutheran to it." I said, "Is that right?" He said, "Yes, sir. I was raised Lutheran." He said, "My dad's a Lutheran pastor." I hate religion. Can we have a church? You know, I've told you before, some people say I'm about to lose my religion. I wish you would. Go ahead and lose it. And just get free and worship Jesus. Come on, go ahead and lose. Come on, that's the problem. Well, somebody, people people get, see, 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 I tell you what, and I'm trying to be good here, but I'm, I'm about to close this thing down. If you want to sit and snarl your nose, go start the church of the first Pharisees. Because that's what they did. Jesus was doing all kinds of radical stuff. Jesus is here today. I hate to tell you this, but he'd probably been out there with one of those best on, helping those guys. He had to look. He already had the beard. People say, "Come here, Shaw. Look at this guy. He's got a." You know, people say, "What's this? They got this church here. All these guys out here is parking. They all got beards." Leon, come on, man. You got one. He's got to come out a little more. But I mean, you know, the Bible says they plucked out his beard. Can I remind you that the first anointed priest, the scripture says the oil run off his head, down off his beard, to the skirts of his garment. 
Amen? And we get caught up in all this junk. Well, that's the white church. That's the black, the black church. And, and baloney. Newsflash. How many know Jesus was, wasn't black? How many, how many, we don't know. He was a Jew, right? We know that. But you know, we're so caught up. Everything has to be this one. No, it's traditions of men. It's what man started. Jesus didn't start that mess. You can sit down, Rashad. Thank you. It's professional boxer here. You guys know that? In our midst. Professional boxer. A good one, too. That's uh, Rashad Mayweather. I love this guy in Lawrence. We love him. What's Lawrence saying? He say he wishes. This is true. That's right. That is what he's called, Rashad the Redeemed. That's his title. Seriously, Rashad the Redeemed. Amen. But you see, I hope you, I hope you guys get my point. And here, I don't want you to miss this. I believe, I really believe we are so close. I really believe we're so close. But here's what I think. You know, the word, God's word has been spoken. and He wants to do what he's going to do. But we have to drop the traditions. Amen. And just say, God, whatever you want to do, that's what we want you to do. It may not happen like we want it, want it to happen, elder. Amen. Everybody's saying we got this figured out. Here's the way God's going to do it. You know. Would you be, I'm trying to help you. Would you be offended? Would you be offended if revival started tonight at Old Straight Creek and didn't start here? Think about it. It's not about us. Wait a minute. Thought we were the revival church. We are the revival church. But we can't see ourselves as any better than anybody else. Because we'll end up being the dead church. I am increased with goods. And I have need of nothing. Do you not know? You're poor. You're blind. You're miserable. That's what happens, right? I'll come and remove my candlestick. Amen? Y'all received the word this morning? I told you it was a simple word, but it was really my spirit, Blake. I want to see, one more time, and I'm going to close, I promise. How many wants to see the Word of God effective? Who wants to see the Word of God effective? And, and people say, why is this happening? Why is that happening in the world? It's not God's fault. You know, I told you before, I'm going to say it again. You know, I saw a sign somewhere on the road. It said, God, why didn't you send someone to have the cure for cancer. And the rest of it was God speaking, Lawrence. And he said, I did. You aborted him. It's not God's fault. It's not God's fault. And we... When we 
walk in faith and knowing who God is, God will fulfill his plan in our lives. It works. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, it works. It works. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.